Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now here's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? Check somehow. Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to the, I was about to say unscripted, but it's not unscripted. Welcome back. Welcome back. Excuse me. To the Paid and Exposure Podcast. Um, this is your boy Gavin, aka Gavo, aka whatever you want to call me, it doesn't even matter. Um, I'm getting tired of y'all running up on me in the street and not telling me y'all names when y'all introduce yourselves, but it's all good. I had a dude, I was on a session uptown, and he said, yo, what's good? Then he handed his makeup card to one of my clients, which was cool, but he was like, I follow you, and then he just walked off, and I was like, all right, cool. He was like, Gavin, right? And he just dipped. It was wow. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but before we get there... Um, I need everybody run to Facebook, um, the No More Pie Facebook group. Jump in there. Um, it's super dope. We got photographers in there who share experiences, asking questions, um, giving advice themselves. But also, it's just a cool community for us. You know, no matter who you are, male, female, um, black, brown, other, it don't even matter. But it's a cool, safe, safe space, I like to call. But it's also dope. And we ain't sugarcoating because some of these groups out here sugarcoat. So. Very much so. Very much so. Um, make sure you go listen to the podcast. We on Spotify now. Hand claps for that. It's somewhere in there. We got a little audience. That's me on the soundboard. Don't even worry about it. Last time I let my wife run the soundboard, it got out of hand. It was trash. It was it was ridiculous. I think I was putting champagne in there, so that was my <laughs> fault on that. Um, got a special guest. I met this guy. I'm running around UNCC. And I tell everybody I had like five friends at UNCC, one of which was my sister. And the rest was a group of guys. We was in the Collegiate 100. Um, and there was this guy there. And, you know, it was cool. He was sitting beside me. and We was all chilling. And he said, uh, he, I noticed he was doing some graphic design work. And I was like, yo, because you know me, I used to think I knew what graphic design was. And I realized <laughs> I was just messing around in Photoshop and nothing hey. wasn't sticking. But Somebody was willing to give me like $10, $15 to make something. But this guy, his actual stuff was really dope. And I was impressed. And then he came up to me. He said, yo, we ought to do some work together one day. I'm like, all right, we two up and coming photographers. Then this guy dipped on me. And I'm going to make him explain why he dipped. But before then, um, I reached back out. while we run back into each other. And this dude photography took the hell off. And I'm not even BSing y'all. Like, it took, took off. And I realized how far behind I was because I was trying to get this dumbass degree that I haven't used since I graduated. <laughs> and I was just very, very impressed, man. But I got none other than Josh. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? What's going on? First, I need you to introduce yourself and make sure you give your social media for the lames who going to click off in like 30 minutes right. who ain't going to hear it. So give them your social media. Give them all your credentials right now. All right. This is uh, Joshua Galloway, a.k.a. The Creative Gent, uh -huh. a.k.a. The Creative Gentleman. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, it's an honor to be on the podcast, man. Appreciate you. Bro. It's dope because uh, you in the group. You yep. was one of the first people in the group. Yep. Um, we linked back up when we did a, a I guess you can call it a photography challenge, photo challenge mm -hmm. with Corey. Shout yep. out to Corey, man. Yeah. And um, he on we, a plane somewhere, probably. Probably somewhere traveling, dude. Yeah. He be working. <laughs> yeah. And it was dope just to catch up with you. So what happened? We we met in college, mm -hmm. and where was the transition in life? Like something. What what happened? Honestly, man. Like keep it a strict one hundred, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, um. 
I left school. Yeah. Uh, I left I left UNC Charlotte, man. Like grades and stuff just wasn't hitting it. Yeah. Um had just life life stuff happen. But yeah. it's one of those things where people think that you're still enrolled. They mm-hmm. just think you're in classes. Yeah. So like they're just like, Oh, I thought bro, I thought you were just in class or, you know, you commuting and I was like, yeah. nah, bro, I just I, I left and it was just like a a disconnect, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I was like, I'll be there when I was doing photo shoots, graduation sessions, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, that that happened, and I think social media really was like, we wasn't really pressed on social media That's to true. to communicate with people. You know what I'm saying? So it was just one of those things. Like, if you see me in the, around the city, you see me, but literally like being around and being social, that just wasn't that just wasn't me because I was just really trying to figure out this photography thing and design thing, how I can oh, make it work. It out. Like <laughs> how, how I can make it work and profit for myself. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, bro. So. so we was in school. I remember mm-hmm. when you dipped mm-hmm. and I remember cause Ben, shout out to Ben, who's also a photographer. Yeah, now. man. And he back in the city now, he was out in Dallas, but Word. yeah, uh, he just win. moved back. I want to say two weeks ago. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Oh, and cause man. he'd been okay. working out there in Dallas and now he was like, man, I'm picking this up. So I told him, I was like, he got to come by. Yeah. All of us need to link up, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, um, you figured this photography thing out, man, because there was a shift, and I might even BS, and I'm not trying to gas anything. I saw the shift in your work then, and it was at a distance because you, like you said, you wasn't at school at that time. But like, what was that transition for you? Like, what did you see, or did your passion change? Did your motives change? Like, I understand you saying, "Hey, I need to figure out how I can make this money part work, but mm-hmm. also my craft work." But what was it? I think, man, it was honestly. I have reached out to um, young lady Sierra Bird, and okay. she was running a magazine called um, Four Magazine. So her and Nicole, um, mm-hmm. Nicole is alumni of UNC Charlotte. Okay, um, she's Delta also, uh-huh. and I met her a couple years back, and she told me about something she was working on. I was like, "Oh, that's dope!" So I missed the first uh, opening issue when the, the first issue dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Theo, I think he photographed it all. Okay. And then, uh, so the second issue drop was coming out and I was, I reached out and I was like, Hey, do y'all need a photographer for the magazine? Yeah. And they were like, she was like, sure, we'll give you a run. So that was my first, like, it was like my second or my third, like editorial assignment. Mm-hmm. And it was just like someone who got their degree in editorial design, mm-hmm. um, trusted me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And just gave me these assignments to do and going out in a day and going to these different businesses, yeah. photographing for these different, uh, different business different brands mm-hmm. it was just like oh shoot i see my work yeah. in more than just a, a jpeg file it, it was just like okay it's applied to something mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that working with brands working with magazines in that capacity just kind of opened up my eyes to like well wait wait a minute this is like yeah <laughs> this is totally different of how the industry really works and it Man. didn't feel it didn't feel like just um just like just shooting a model and then it just like kind of ends there you know so i was like yo how can we extend past that you know what i'm saying do you feel like um and i feel i want to make sure i say this right way do you feel like you start transitioning into like telling a story with your photos because i felt like more of your sets then you Mm -hmm. see you saw like the emotions you saw the transition of the shoot you can follow your shoot from what you were posting on your website at the time you can follow those pictures from beginning to end you could just mm-hmm. kind of see that story was that your goal then yes 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 because the aspect of storytelling so yeah. like anytime i would reach out to like a model and i still do it to this day yeah. i like i'm like yo you know um i have this idea for a visual narrative 
would you like to like execute it with me? And yeah. They're like, uh, okay, I like that word. Like, okay, what's that? And I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> let's figure out how to really like tell tell some type of story with this. Because while I'm shooting with someone, I'm asking them about themselves. You know, yeah. what I'm saying, getting an understanding of who they are. Because we know, especially being men, the world most of the time sees women women models mm-hmm. models that are women and they just see their physique yeah absolutely but we're like wait this person she likes pokemon yeah you know what i'm saying she's interested in this her goals are to do this and absolutely. it's just like or you realize like and I, me and um uh gary we was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago and we were talking mm-hmm. about we're low-key like therapists yeah so we bring out <laughs> something in people that they don't even see in themselves in the mirror you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. People, people be in the mirror, they looking at their selfies all day. Yeah. But like the way we can capture someone and bring an essence out of them, like that's a power that we don't even realize that we have. And once you realize that, I was like, oh shoot, okay, it's deeper than just a click. A click. Of and a then, click. and and I knew too, I wasn't the most technical photographer. Mm. So I that wasn't my. I couldn't put a lot of weight on that. My yeah. even my style of editing isn't like high end. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm look, I'm low key trying to catch on to the frequency separation style. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> like, okay, let me cause to figure out what in what scenario do I need to use that style versus like I remember at one point, man, Nels years ago, I was in a more muted standpoint, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But when I started getting editorial assignments for the magazine, I realized that my style of photography had to adapt to what the magazine wanted. Mm. So I couldn't bring I couldn't photograph someone's home that's an interior designer and have desaturated Absolutely. greens and blues. Cause I was just like, that is a disgrace to that brand. Absolutely. And I think even, and it might be me jumping a little forward, but like, I think that's an issue in the industry right now. Absolutely. There's people putting their style onto people's brands versus asking them, asking them as the brand on what, how do you want these pictures to feel mm-hmm. in the edit? So, so, for people that's listening to everything, we're going to get into client relations today mm-hmm. um, because it's important. A lot of people, we were talking off air, we were talking about people not having a business right and not mm-hmm. understanding business. So before we get there, yeah. before we get all the way there, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you shoot with? Because people want to know, man, what's uh, the beef, man? What's up? What uh, you I'm running with the Nikon D750. Okay. Uh, I started with a D3000. Uh-huh. That was 2009. Mm-hmm. First refund, refund check from school. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cop that. Cop a lot. Look, honestly, cop the D3000. Put the camera strap on wrong. Slip going up the steps at the student union and drop my camera. That's the last and only time I've ever dropped my camera. I was like, yo, uh, yeah. Don't it, don't your heart just hurt? Man? Look, I Bro. was I was jacked up. I was all I was sitting on the steps like 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 I just failed a class. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's not fun, man. I dropped mine. I tell the story. I dropped mine at uh. All Star Weekend. Ooh, I dropped my 5D from Canon. I dropped it through two and a half months after just getting it, and I actually got to send it off in two weeks because uh my button mm. they I sent it to them they fixed they mm-hmm. fixed it because my focus button was stuck. Mm-hmm. Now the focus button then popped off, so I got to send it back to them. It's a headache. Um, Man. before that, so before all right, so we we know you shoot with Nikon. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that. I just had to get that. Out <laughs> it's of all way. good because there's some people in there. Yeah. There's some people who listen, and they definitely on the Nikon squad, yeah. and they just wanted to hear. Um, people think I shoot with Canon, though. I I thought that before, and I always wanted because, you know, one of the things is when you start shooting, 
it's really just like what you start off with. Mm-hmm. And as you get more technical, then you start realizing like the benefits of both. Yeah. You know, now it's three camera brands. When we started off, it was really just like, yeah. all right, you kind of, yeah. you Canon, Nikon, now yep. Sony up here with Man. ass. And look, so it's like Fuji be Fuji even Fuji fucking is coming, bro. Yeah, yeah. And look, and look, we look, we don't even we don't talk about Leicas and stuff because yeah. we like, uh, we you know, bro, one day. I seen anyway. So, <laughs> what um is there any photographers that like right now you want to just shout out like anybody that you cool with, anybody that you that you know that caught your eye when you start off, who you tried, who you were watching, or anything mm-hmm. like that. I have to say, man, honestly, uh, from day one, um. Uh, Raj Walker. Okay. Uh Raj Walker always was my uh person that I just followed. He mm-hmm. made me um even the the style of the style of shooting to even like my style of dress was yeah. very much influenced by him. Uh-huh. Like I would I would look at his Tumblr. This was when Tumblr was cool, you Bro, know what I'm saying? Before it was a porn site. Yeah, look, <laughs> yes, very much before Verizon bought it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> um so so following Raj Walker, man, and just seeing how he would share his uh his stories of his photos and photographing his friends that was Madbury Club mm-hmm. that was Andre Wagner that was um Street Etiquette you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying Joshua Kissy all those cats um that was when that end where we were just people were really creating true visuals and great collaboration you know what I'm saying I saw and this was all in New York yeah so these cool friends hanging out together most people know Raj Walker's work from uh Shalange's wedding photos mm-hmm. so he photographed those. Dope. You know what I'm saying? She uh, just got a divorce. Bro, that, man, that. That crush. That, it, the the fact that social media forced her to even to talk about that. I bro, was just like, bro, what? I, when I read her comments, only thing I can think of is like, you felt pressure to have to talk about this. Yeah. And that's like private business. Yes. And it sucks. Yeah. And it, I, I actually felt bad. And I don't know who I felt bad for, our society or her. Mm. And I was just like, damn. And we was talking about perception yeah, yeah. offline too. It's just yeah. working with different people. Look, then the lie was made, right? Then the lie was made that she was uh with a white dude and bro was just her uh, old co manager. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Social media is funny now, man. Because it helps us, but then it also is like it it kills the industry at the same time. Yeah. Like, cause you've been around when it was like photography you before know, Instagram. Couple, before Instagram, absolutely. Yeah. We was doing photography when Facebook was just getting cool. Yep. And it's like we we saw and it's coming back where it was like, all right, it was no photographers, then it was a bunch, and then mm-hmm. all those people fell off because yep. they realized it was expensive. Now oh it's God. coming back around like all that. Let's so, know. Mm. <laughs> why did you get into photography? Um, honestly, bro, um I started out as a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Um I was at Fayetteville State. It was nice. I'm not playing with y'all. Man, I appreciate you, it, yo. <laughs> I'm not playing with like, them. Like, started, started out with graphic design, and I kept realizing throughout doing work, I was like, man, I need photos. Yeah. And the photos I was being sent was just, like, bad pictures. I was yeah. like, I can't do nothing with this. You know what I'm saying? So I reached out to my mom. She was just like, um, she told me her best friend, Mr. Eric, uh, so my, my mom born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. she told me her best friend in high school was a photographer. So she was like, I think you should get into photography. So yeah. I was like, all right. So I bought my D3000, copped that. Then had that for a couple of years. I pushed that to the max. So I learned as mm. much as I could with it. I pushed it to the max of like, all right, it can only withstand, you know, this level of darkness. Yeah. I remember one time I was uptown doing, uh, just walking around uptown and the, it was so cold outside. I was like probably 30 degrees and it just stopped working. 
And I was like, yo, why the camera start working? Shit. And I was like, oh, it's plastic. Yeah. It's not weather sealed. Yeah. So that's when I learned about the whole aspect of like mm-hmm. certain camera full frames and stuff are weather sealed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it wasn't I didn't start off with anything amazing. I started with that D three thousand. Then I had a D seventy one hundred. Okay. Now I had the D seven fifty and when I had the D three thousand, all I had was the kit lens. Then my next lens was a thirty five one eight. So most of my most amazing work that people have seen mm-hmm. was shot with a thirty five one eight lens, like because it was just like it's nice and wide, but it still gave me that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That depth of field, and I kept renting a twenty four to seventy two eight every single time mm-hmm. I had like events and weddings. Okay. And I was at Bigs one day, and they was just like, "Dude was like, bro, you keep renting this equipment." He was like. Go looking to uh, use. Uh, we just got something in. I think you'll like it. Yeah. And I looked. It was a twenty-four to seventy Sigma for like two hundred dollars. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, give me that." I was like, "Yeah, give me that." So I just recently uh copped the Godox eighty-two hundred mm. um to learn some off-camera lighting. Bro. Yeah. It's a learning co- curve with uh, lighting. I I don't understand, man. I I work out of a studio, and it's like. Mm-hmm. It sucks because you kind of need people to go just to practice with. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you'll spend so much time and you might not hit nothing. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, But it's practice. Yeah. Like that's one thing I think people miss about what we do is like mm-hmm. there is a lot of it's a big learning curve. Mm-hmm. Like we start with something. It don't work. Yeah. We get something that's dope. And then it's kind of like that. Um, So we got to talk about client relations, man. Let's do it. Some people don't know how to talk to clients. Shh, nah, Some people nah. don't know how to deal with clients. Some people don't even know how to show up on time. And so, <laughs> but it, you work in corporate world. You have, you you do, you've worked in, you've worked in different offices where um, you understand that aspect of the game. Yeah. Why is client relations so important when it comes to photography? Um. Well, first of all, I think client relations, it begins and ends with people. Mm. And how you treat them. So, Absolutely. you know, we have personalities that we can adapt to yeah. whoever that we're in front of. Mm-hmm. That's one of our superpowers in, yeah. in as a photographer, right? Yeah. But you, we know hella people, right, that have horrible people skills. Absolutely. And they be like, yeah, they want to be photographers. And we're like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work, right? You're going to make you, – you, you a creep. Right, you yep. gonna make women feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. You don't know how to read the crowd when you're doing event photography. Absolutely. You don't know how to let someone else lead if they're doing if they're a producer on site for a you know what I'm saying a full day shoot. If you're mm-hmm. doing a full day campaign shoot and you're like, wait, okay, I'm just showing up as a photographer. This person is handling lighting. This person is handling the talent. You know what I'm saying? All these other different steps. Absolutely. So client relations, man, uh, making sure you communicate properly with them mm-hmm. and also pulling something up out of them. So a lot of people are going to tell you, oh, I ain't creative. And you're like, first of all, listen, you know the type of setting that you want to be photographed in. Uh-huh. Like, here are some options. You want to you be in nature. You want to be in the city. You want some graffiti behind you. You want something yeah. nice and clean. You want to be a, you want a coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we're talking about brand photography. Absolutely. Because it's like, well, this is your brand. So if I put your, if I shoot you in a warehouse yep. and you all about florals and beautiful homes, how that make any sense? Mm. So your imp- we love, I'm like, yo, give me your input. What yeah. do you think? What do you want? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Out of this, because at the end of the day, you know, these are your images at the end and how are you going to feel about them? So. so let's go back to something you said. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't know how to adapt to clients 
And you rung up a great point. You said sometimes photographers get in this thing where they start working with somebody and they kind of feel like my style, what I want is more important than what my client wants. Mm. Um, do you see that a lot? Like, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. What it is about those photographers? I think that they're so, I think Instagram has just really like mm. those Instagram pages. Yeah. Let's talk about it real quick, right? The Instagram pages that curate, right? Yeah. AKA people who can't even shoot like that. Yeah. <laughs> they can't even shoot like the images that they keep stealing yeah and putting and then they pop they stealing the these they stealing everybody else's images but people the photographers are obsessed with the attention so they don't even realize it that they're basically curating this page then you turn around and what do you see they're now selling presets they're selling presets based off of your style yep and then the whole time they're curating this page they're figuring out how to how to edit like you and Absolutely. then they profiting off your editing style, and you're like, oh, well, they, they shouted me out. Then they selling shirts. Then yep. before you know it, they done monetized. <laughs> and then then the, the influencer campaigns are being sent to them and not to you. Because if they were really going to be about it, they would do this. They would do this the way that they're doing it, but end up being like a, like a talent agency. Yeah. Where they're like, look, we have a we have a database of photographers, right? Absolutely. And, okay, here are the assignments. And we're going to execute and send out the assignments. <laughs> but they don't even, they're not doing that. So, so let's talk about you. Mm -hmm. You work with different clients in different avenues. Mm -hmm. What do you do to create like a dope, a cool, a unique, and I'm going to be blunt with it, like mm -hmm. a real relationship with a client? What is it about you and that you look and say, hey, I want to do this with this client? Like I want to give them this experience. I think, man, just understanding that, um, an experience versus just a moment mm. you know what i'm saying like uh, experience is long lasting i feel like my my work and my photography is an, is an experience so that kind of conversation that dialogue because i think the public perception of me is one thing okay. like people have told me like oh i thought you were like a complete asshole <laughs> i thought you were just like uh arrogant as fuck and i'm just like Nah, like I'm very, I'm so laid back and chill. I want yeah. people to have like a really great experience with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that dialogue from like figuring out what they want to, you know, giving them insight on, you know, what they're wearing to even the simple things, man, of when we are photographing a woman and we're just her hair, you know, yeah. if it might be a gap in her hair. We feel yeah. that gap or we like, you know, turn here. So, you know, your body looks more flattering or yeah. whatnot. Or, you know, one time I sat down with my client, like maybe just I sat down with for like 15 minutes uh -huh. because she came in with a look of discouragement, like stress on her face. And yeah. I was like, yo, I can't. I said, let's talk. Like, what's Bro. up? Like, what's going on with you? You know what I'm saying? Bro. Like. And it turned out some her dude made her mad and she just needed to get off her chest. Bruh, nothing's worse than when you get like that client and they like everybody go through something. Yeah. We we have to still go to sessions when we don't want to. Man. We might be tired. We might be you might be hungover. You might yeah. just be sleepy. You dealing with real shit. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing when you deal with a client and you can just see it and you can feel it. Yeah. And it's it actually sucks because, like you said, if you don't know to say, like, all right, let me try to see if I can have that conversation, mm -hmm. you can do a whole shoot, and it's just, like, the worst. Yeah. And it can be just a waste of your damn time. Yeah. And it's a, it's annoying, man. I had a girl one time, man, and I could tell she didn't get no sleep the night before, mm. and I can tell she ain't been drinking water. Like, mm. just real. Yeah. And then yep. I sent her pictures, and she didn't like them. She told me. She was like, yo, it ain't you. I'm going through some real-life mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. and. 
she was like, thank you for the session. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm still going to post a picture because it was fire. And then she came back. She was like, yo, I really like that picture. Thank you. Mm -hmm. She was like, I, you know, I like to see this picture now because I want to be reminded not to be in that mode. Yeah. She was like, and then she ended up posting a picture. She was like, I'm in a better space now. I can appreciate these. Yeah. But it does suck when you, um, you know, you do that. Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. We all know as every as photographers, mm -hmm. we know we all have something over other photographers that makes us unique and stand out. What is that for you? I think it's my, um, it's the, it's my eyes, man. It's how I see. Mm. It's my, it's how I see, how I see people, how I see uh, okay. moments um, mixed with my character. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like being able to, I trust my eyes more than I trust my equipment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I see a shot and I feel something, yeah, then I then I hit the button. Like literally, yeah. it's like it's, it's it all happens in a matter of seconds. Yeah, but it's like everything is based off of that. Like so, most time I'm either moving and I'm like twisting around and bending, and people yeah. are like, "Yo, how do how do you not how are you not falling?" And I'm yeah. just like, it's literally like just repetition, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you just for one, you're training your eyes on how to see. Like think about this, bro. Like how did you can you even think about how you saw how you saw the world like before you picked up a camera no i can't no more it's like it literally like a race from your mind yeah. right like it's a memory yeah. that didn't even exist it, yeah not i ain't never been asked that but no <laughs> like so i think same thing bro like i can't tell you how my eyes saw things in 2008 because in 2009 that's when i so picked I up a camera just, yeah and i'm just like man like now just like everything is like oh look at how the street light is falling on the ground you know what i'm saying it's every everywhere else is dark very amazing that you yeah. did that yeah bro it's because it, shit change changes it changes man you, mm. you know um now you start looking at angles at different stuff and you yep. say you know you can kind of say like hey this would be a great moment like okay if this was like this if mm -hmm. this was like that yep. um how can you go back and critique your pictures i know that's so off topic we no 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 um <laughs> I honestly not as much as I should. Mm. I'll, I'll and I'll say why. I'll say why. I say it in the way of like lately. Yeah, I have been very like numb mm. to to photography. Like okay. it's kind of like I'll I go shoot, I capture, I edit, I send a Dropbox link. Yeah, and then I just don't even like Where look, about look at it again. Yeah, until like. Maybe when I'm thinking about, man, I need to update my portfolio. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, what have I shot? So I just bought the uh, the 12.9 inch iPad because I yeah. just like need a more of a mobile workflow. Absolutely. And a way to just kind of look at my work and not really think about like storage. Like on my MacBook, I'm like really low on storage. So I like yeah. got everything in, <laughs> in Dropbox, but it's on online only. So I just, I don't even really like to pull stuff down. But yeah. with this iPad, like everything is just, I can just look at it, yeah. you know, and just work on new editing styles. And, you know, cause I don't really have my equipment with me a, a, like a, a lot. So when people ask me what I do, I can just whip this out and just be like, yo, here's some of my stuff. So, cause I've worked with a lot of different brands. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So most time when I tell people, they be looking at me like I'm lying. Like, yeah. For real? I'm like, yeah. If you just go to the website and they go and they're like, oh, wait, I, wait, guess Warby Parker, like Converse, like Aloft Hotels. I'm just like, it's been a journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, Dreamville was one of my biggest, like, uh, times of shooting something musical. Yeah. You know, Shout that, out to that. I remember, I still remember your, um, 
when you shot the female, you shot Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was, was an amazing picture. Yeah, that was a Hopscotch Festival right in Raleigh, bro. Yeah, okay. So yeah. it was up there. I remember that picture. I want to say she reacted to it. She, um, mm-hmm. Yep, on IG. It was her yeah, birthday. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like mind blown. And um, now that I'm thinking about it, you were the first person who told me about Lightroom. Ah. I remember this. <laughs> I remember this now. <laughs> Cause I was talking to you one day about photos, and I was like, "Man, I don't know what I'm doing." Cause mm-hmm. I'm uploading every photo in Photoshop. Yeah, going through. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you was like, "Oh, you should just put them all in Lightroom, and then you can work in batches and all this." And yep. I'm like, "I don't know what he's talking about." I just blew it off. And I just remember one day later, one of my boys was like, "Yo, why aren't your pictures in Lightroom?" And I was like, "Oh, Josh told me about that, but I just didn't know what it was." Man, I use Lightroom for everything. Like, only thing I, I do top edits in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um. But thank you for that. No doubt, I should have listened. I probably would have got a lot further hey. if I would have been listening in. But you know how that go. Man, like, well, you hear things and you be like, oh, yeah. okay. And it's funny now that you say that. Um, two or three things a photographer can do to better their experiences with clients. I know you got something for them because it sucks when I'm... The reason why, why you thinking of that, it sucks when I have people come up to me and they say, hey, um, I want to work with this client. And then they something falls through, and they be like, "Oh, I didn't get to work with them." And then, especially if I, especially when you do a referral, mm-hmm. and then you hear later it's like, "Oh, well, your response to that client, like I heard about the email that you sent." Mm-hmm. And let me give people some background. The Fillmore was having an event, and my wife—they didn't know that my wife was the director, a director there—and mm-hmm. it was her event, mm-hmm. and she was paying photographers. And I said, "Okay." So I'm thinking about people who I definitely know who love, like I only like to refer people to stuff that I know that they love to yep. do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I know some people. Mm-hmm. Um, this before I found out you were still back in Charlotte. This before me and you had met mm-hmm. with Corey. And so I sent her some people and man, so many photographers. She's just showing me emails and I'm like, trash. Mm. Like, um, it's amazing how many photographers don't have websites. It's amazing how many <laughs> photographers <laughs> who... Who, when you don't have a website, it's just kind of unprofessional to be like, your only portfolio is Instagram. If Instagram crashes tomorrow, what you're going to do? You know? Yeah. And it was amazing how many photographers, their response to her. And of course, I didn't say, hey, my mm-hmm. wife is doing such mm-hmm. and such. I just said, hey, you need to email this person mm-hmm. at Live Nation, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, these are some of the responses I'm getting. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So anyway, what's some, what are some things that you feel like photographers can do to better their relationship with clients, whether it's a model, whether it's a brand that they're working with, what you think they can do? I think, man, um, communication is a big thing, <laughs> right? So Absolutely. it's just like putting yourself in this person's shoes. Like, read this message back, you know, like, man, if I if I respond, if someone responded to me this way, like, how would I feel? Like, mm-hmm. I've been working on it because I'm not as empathetic yeah. in emails. Like, I don't really always know how to you know, uh, evil, evoke emotion. Yeah. So I know if I'm not feeling it, I'm like, well, I, let me just call them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. hey, what's going on? So they can hear the excitement in my voice. I'm Absolutely. just like, yo, okay, we could possibly do this. And I could be having a, a stern look on my face the whole time. Yeah. But it's better than just like, okay, K. It's like, it's, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're dealing with women, like, Absolutely. right? Communication means everything to them. Absolutely. So it's like, yo, you got to take yourself outside of that, you know, um, you can have some questionnaires, you know, like we said, mm-hmm. having a website like my friend Kay, uh, Kay, um, her her Instagram is Cookay. She's out in uh, L.A. Yeah. Dope as hell. Like amazing yeah. photographer. Um, she shot New York Fashion Week to like a lot of like create and cultivate 
so many dope things, but like she has a frequently asked questions, you know what I'm saying, document on her page that literally mm-hmm. is like, okay, if you arrive late, this is the penalty. Yeah. You can expect your photos in, you know, this amount of time. If you want to rush order, it's this cost. Like everything yeah. is laid out. Like make sure you bring hairpins. My my best friend, she's told me, you know, Josh, make sure you have a mirror. You know, put together like a little bag. Yeah. You know, mirror, hairpins, a brush, yeah. whatever, you know what I'm saying? That the most of the time, time things that you as a man are not gonna think about. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And that can like elevate your whole experience. You know, um, there are some photographers, you know, in the city that have, you know, they got their makeup artists, they got their stylists, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a whole process that you go through yeah. to interact with them, um, versus a lot of us, we wing it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And it's just like, after a while, we like, man, that winging shit feels so uncomfortable. Absolutely. And it's just like, imagine if you could just kind of automate a lot of stuff. And it could just be automated from how people book with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like using square appointments to using equity scheduler. You know what I'm saying? Something yeah. like that. Squarespace, man. Like, I remember we well, ain't had Squarespace. We had Word. We used to have to deal with WordPress, y'all. Like, file sizes are too big. Wix. Like before Wix got Format. Like sophisticated, bro. All that, man. Like, a prayer. That's what we was out here doing. So now folks <laughs> got all these, they got all these tools. And they don't want to use them. And they don't want to use them because they just want to use IG. Like people have looked at my work on IG and they're like, uh, I mean, I thought you said your work was on IG. I said, I ain't say that. I'm yeah. like, the link is there. So you can click on it and then they click on it. And they're like, wait, oh, where's all this? I'm like, I mean, some of that was years ago, yeah. but it still outweighs yeah. What's currently being out here? Mm. Um, can I ask you a question real quick? What's up? What's your feelings on the word content? What's okay? Let me ask it like this. Wait. <laughs> What's your feelings on people replacing the word photograph with the word content? Um, I don't know, man. It's weird for me because everybody's a content creator now, right? And for me, um, I don't consider myself a content creator. I take pictures. I know what my limitations is. I know what I do. I know what I do well. Um, for me, I work I work at marketing. So I take content creation a lot different because my thing is like when there's somebody who says, hey, I work in branding and I come in here and i like, okay, you know, I've worked, I used to work at the Ritz downtown. Mm-hmm. So when we used to have somebody come in for marketing and branding, it was serious. It wasn't, oh, hey, I can come in and take pictures of your bar. It was like, no, 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 no. We're going to come up and we're going to create this for your bar. And it would involve photography. It would involve videography. Mm-hmm. It would involve a whole marketing campaign. So to me, that's content created. Now when I see it, it's saturated. It's like, yeah. it's I don't know what gets uh, misused more, content creator or model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know that ain't no, like, we know what the real thing of, like, models is. Yeah. And girls or girls and dudes mm-hmm. who just like pictures. Yep. You know, I had a dude one time, he booked me. It was graduation. We took a couple of pictures with caps and gowns, and the rest he was like, "I need thirst trap pictures." That's literally bros what? words to me. And I was like, "I was like, all right." And he was doing a lot of squinting. You know what I'm saying? He was up there trying to be smooth, and I was like, "Whatever, man. I just gotta get my money. I just gotta get up yeah. out of here." But you know, um, what's your feelings on it? Because I got a question for you next. All right. Since we're getting right. there, all right. Uh, I hate it, bro. <laughs> I hate it. It literally like makes my skin crawl. Because for me, it's crazy. Like. I've had like a couple of interviews, right, mm-hmm. for applying for a job, and it's just like they're like, "So can you do content creation?" And I'm like, 
Wait. So, you, okay. So, you see that right here. It says I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle commercial photographer. Mm-hmm. Says I'm a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Says that I'm a web designer. <laughs> so, I'm like, what? So, you asking me, can I create content when these are the tools that, Absolutely. you know, I'm just like, what? You know, um, or the aspect of like content, 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 content. When people like Gary Vee and um, all them say, you know, you got to keep creating content, content. And I'm like, no, you know, like it's it's being forced. Or yeah. you have the influencers, right, who know not a damn thing about advertising, right? Absolutely. So when brands are sending them products to shoot ads, shooting an ad. And posting a picture is two different things, Absolutely. right? Because an ad is supposed to let someone know how this product can truly fit into their lifestyle. Yeah. So if you are lying, you straight Absolutely. up lying like, yeah, I use this Crest toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sitting on your bed next to like some tacos. It don't make sense. You're like, what? Like, that's not even. Absolutely. And, and then too, like, what's an ad without copy? Absolutely. But people don't understand that. And so it sucks. It sucks. Um, you know, I worked, um, I was just working at this last gig mm-hmm. and they were like, we need content to be put out. And I said, cool. So I get it. And so the guy came up to me later and he was like, yo, um, we need you to create this, this and that. And I told him, I said, I understand that, but I don't do that. And he didn't understand why I did not do certain mm-hmm. things. Like I don't write copy. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Yeah. I know that. Like, I know that part. Mm-hmm. I know how to, I know how to finesse social media i know mm-hmm. how to take pictures mm-hmm. now and i told him i said um he asked me before he was like do you do videography i said no but i can find you somebody and i can find you a great person mm-hmm. but he didn't understand and i had to sit him down i said be, just because um now like i just said i know somebody's like this dude just said he does marketing marketing is not always saying marketing and advertising they go hand in hand but it's not always saying hey I can do all of this. It's just knowing the right people to plug in. Yes. But a lot of people don't understand. And understanding the, right the, the data behind it. So you understand KPIs. You understand and all absolutely. that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. tough working with, like, it's it's tough. It's tough being in that industry, mm-hmm. especially as you're a photographer, because let me tell you something. I learned so much. Shout out. Um, I hate shouting out it's cool. brands that ain't sending us no money. But the point is this. We've been doing it all show. Yeah. So, but when I was at the Ritz, it was amazing like there, my boss, when I first got there, I got in the sales office. She said, she said, um, I know you know zero about sales. She said, I know. And this was like when Instagram was just mm-hmm. pulling off. And luckily for me, I worked with a bunch of old, old white folks who mm-hmm. didn't know nothing about social media. Yeah. But, and um, she gave me an opportunity and that's how I started learning more about social media marketing mm-hmm. there. But um, when I got there, she was like, I'm going to teach you all that, and I'm going to let you just figure out everything else and get your practice. So I was like, cool. And she was great at creating scenarios mm-hmm. and creating a vision board. That's what basically she did. Yeah. And then she was basically like, all right, we got to plug in all these missing pieces to make this big vision board. So it was amazing there. Um, my question to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you feel about these awards? Queen City Awards is up in a couple weeks. And... What you think about these awards where it's like photographers, videographers, models, and X, Y, and Z of the year? What you feel about that? Man, some it's funny, man. <laughs> uh, you, somebody asked me the same question like a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, my immediate answer, my go-to reaction answer was like, damn, I guess I don't shoot enough thoughty, thoughty work to be <laughs> nominated because I'm like, damn, I've been doing this for 10 years in the city. And my name is never even like 
crossed any of any of those type of awards mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to be considered so I'm just like but I know that a lot of the stuff that kind of those kind of settings yeah I I I I I worked that kind of I shot that kind of I shot for that type of events and so on and so forth yeah, right absolutely. early yeah that I realized okay it ain't monetary enough and it ain't sustainable enough mm-hmm. so I was just like skirt let me let me go right you know what I'm saying? Where everybody going left? Let me go this direction. Yeah. And shooting for top of the line brand, national based brands yeah. in 2015 and 2014. Once you get a taste of that kind of stuff, you're like, because it's all about elevating, right? Absolutely. And and, and, and and giving back and pouring back into others, right? Absolutely. So I'm I mentor, I educate. I don't necessarily I offer it as a class, yeah, you know, or as a you know, as a service. I'm thinking about it, right? <laughs> Um, shout out to D Feeney Photography in DC, Danielle. She's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was the first person I got exposed to, like someone who was doing mentoring. Mm-hmm. So I, re- I, so personally for me, I like emailed her and was like, "Yo, can I get your blessing on offering mentoring to photographers, natural yeah. light photographers?" And she was like, "She's like, first of all, you don't really have to ask me." She was like, <laughs> "She's like, but I, I understand why you did." Yeah. So the reason why I do that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying, is because I understand as in our industry, man, a lot of times, like, the spotlight don't get uh, had on us, man. You know, you like, we, we can shoot. I've, I've man, let's talk about it real quick, right? I have designed and photographed, and publications in Charlotte have used my work and not once ever, like, mentioned my name. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm like, yo, it's, it's different when I'm like, I was the designer of the brand and the photographer. It's tough, bro. And I just be like, where's the journalism? So right now, I ain't really feeling uh, journalism in Charlotte, cause editors and Absolutely. from all from from all of them, black, white, it don't matter, Absolutely. bro. Like I'm like, y'all all don't take the couple of minutes to ask who did X, Y, and Z. That's all I'm saying. Um, I shot. Most people don't know. I had my work on CNN. I had it in USA Today. I had it for Charlotte Observer, and all of it said shot by the Ritz Carlton. And I took all of those pictures. And it's amazing. Like, I'm sending who's my now wife. But mm-hmm. when she was just a homegirl at work, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, look at this picture. And she, she pointed out to me. She was like, damn, I guess the hotel took the picture. Like, the whole hotel just took this. <laughs> the whole hotel held the camera. And I was like, what you mean? She was like, they could have just asked who took the picture. They know a hotel did not take yeah. that photo. Yeah. And she was like, imagine. And she told me, she was like, imagine if CNN said that they had your name. In a SEO and like she mm-hmm. didn't know it was SEO, yeah. but at the mm-hmm. same time she was yeah. like, "Imagine mm-hmm. if under the photo it said shot by Gavin Bowyer. Imagine yeah. if USA." And I was like, "Damn!" And she was like, "Just imagine what that'll do for you." Um, the reason why I asked you about Queen mm-hmm. City Awards because I just feel like it's bullshit. Just to be yeah. clear, like um, I remember when it first started because we were in college mm-hmm. and yep. we were just getting started. Yep. And it was something I always looked at, and I was like, "Damn, I really wish." Like one day I can be up there and like see what happened. And this year I got nominated and my wife was like, um, she asked me today, she said, Why didn't you never tell nobody to vote for you? I was like, For what is BS? She was like, Damn, why you say that? And I said, Because I don't shoot enough ass and that's who's gonna win this year. And I showed her the photographer who I think is gonna win. And I she uh we was looking at that's why when you came in, mm-hmm. we was upstairs gotcha. looking at because we was going through profiles mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, This guy's gonna win. Like this person is going to win. And I told her, I said, um, a lot of the stuff, you know, now when they pass out stuff, and we've seen this with, like, 
Charlotte's best 10 photographers and, mm-hmm. you know, six of them are food photographers or, Man, you know, yeah. whatever. And it's like, and which is not a thing because that's a gift in its own. Like, yeah. I can't shoot food. I don't want to. Yeah, my boy Jonathan Cooper, man. Shout out to Coop, man. I am Copernicus. Like, he's one of the dopest, amazing, amazing food photographers. But, yeah. right, he is a black professional food photographer in Charlotte. Yeah. Which is so hard because most mm-hmm. of the white boys, they get the opportunities. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not an easy gig. But, no. I'm, you know, we've seen this thing. And I told her, I said, where's the qualifications? Yep. That's it. You know, and I've actually, and I don't want nobody listening to this like, damn, they just slandering uh, the awards. Because I reached out to the guy Mm -hmm. multiple times. I was like, yo, I would love to sit down with you and talk about this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. nothing comes of it. Yeah. And I told him one time, um, one of the responses he sent to me was like, let me change that. One of the responses to the Instagram Mm -hmm. that he runs Mm -hmm. said back to me was, hey, if you haven't really planned an event like this, I want to hear, you know it's kind of tough to give me like an opinion. I was like, nah, not necessarily because in my mind I'm looking at it and saying, Hey, what makes you a professional photographer? If you don't have a portfolio, if you don't have a website, hell, some of those people don't even live in Charlotte. So I'm like, what are we doing? Like yeah. what's really going on? So that's the reason I was asking you that. What is, I feel like we already touched on it. What is your love and hate relationship with the industry right now? Not just in Charlotte, but everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, I would say, man, it's the, um, it is the, the, um, I feel like a lot of times a lot of photographers are going through the battle, inner battle of like, do I be an influencer? Do I be a photographer? Mm, Absolutely. And feeling like we have to, feeling like you have to choose. Yeah. You know, um, and feeling like, um, and then also like the whole, like the influencers that are around, it's even some relationships that are weird. Like I'm like looking (laughs) like, yo, all right, talk about it. You know, are y'all <laughs> married just for that? You know, so so someone can take pictures of you, or uh-huh. it's just like the social interactions, like of people. Um, from from that standpoint, to I would say um, the aspect of the word filter, the word like filter gets misconstrued with post processing. Mm-hmm. So like, I've seen photographers who don't edit like i can look at their images i'm like absolutely. yo your, your, your image is flat yeah absolutely and i'm like yeah. yo like what are you doing you know yeah. what i'm saying and i'm like wait i i'm like nah like like i know you so yeah. i have the right to ask you this question mm-hmm. like yo what are you doing why are you sending out images like there's no edit or you got some people who true to try to do th- okay here's the other thing aesthetic that yeah. fucking <laughs> i hate that bro I, people can't even spell aesthetic but say it all the time <laughs> And I just, I'm like, wait, y'all, like, what are y'all talking about? Like, there is a why behind everything that we do. So if you're editing in this way, and you're like, well, I want all my images to feel light and airy, or you have that term. I'm like the light and I'm like light and airy, like nigga, life is hard. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what y'all talking about? Some light and airy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, if you're shooting at a certain time of the day, yes, this golden hour makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you over here forcing, turning images that need to be cool mm-hmm. into warm. I'm like, you're you messing with white balance. Absolutely. You're you're disrupting light. A lot of stuff. And I was like, nah, that ain't I understand manipulating some things in certain yeah. aspects, but like first of all, like, whoa. Or or what's happening a lot too is you got 
wedding and like portrait photographers right Mm -hmm. trying to step into the brand photography lane saying that they offer brand sessions but all they offer is colorful headshot sessions i'm like all you're doing is a headshot in front of a a graffiti wall and you're calling it a brand session yeah well you got this woman standing here with a laptop in the coffee shop and you're like, oh that's a brand session i'm like i don't have no fucking clue what she does you know (laughs) what i'm saying i'm like that's not you're not being true to that it's all in your comfort um so that was a little bit let me <laughs> let me tell you what I hate, bro. Uh, I hate the the hate amongst like photographers really be hating on each other, bro. And and niggas really be up in here like thinking they gods, bro. And it sucks. It sucks because um, you know, I reached out to you and I said, "Yo, I want to invite you mm-hmm. to the thing on Facebook." You said, "Bet, send me an invite." Sent you an invite. You was there that day, like that moment. I've sent that same message because here's the thing. Most people don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, When I first got started, I invited certain people to the group who Mm -hmm. I knew brung an aspect that I wouldn't be able to provide, but they could put some input Mm -hmm. and I know they'd be dope. You was one of those people. I'm like, I like his work. I know his editing style. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't saying like, hey, I want some of the same people because I know as this grows, more people are going to come. It's 150 people in there. I probably have only seen the faces of like four people that's in there, which is dope to me. And I Mm -hmm. hope it keeps, I wanted to get into the thousands Mm -hmm. and just grow. But it's amazing how many photographers who I know and I'm cool with, I've sent to and they're like, oh, I don't, like, all right, whatever. I've actually had photographers reach out to me and was like, why you start the group? And it bothers me because it's like, bro, it's enough business out here for everybody, but people who are dope and who put out good, consistent work, it's mm-hmm. going to just rise. Yeah. They're going to rise above everybody else and everything else. And a lot of people don't understand, like, your client personally is not necessarily my client. Mm-hmm. Same and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's tough there. Um, that, that shit just irks me, bro, because I literally have sat with people and sat face to face with people. And I'm like, this dude, this chick really big, they the shit. And it's really... It's really not the case there. Um, I would say I would the advice I would give you in that is maybe it's um, so I'll say I'll say it and I'll say it like this, right? Uh-huh. So when I'm when I'm on when I'm in the group and I'm looking through the group at times, my feelings around like wanting to like critique and give it give advice and mm-hmm. be helpful is is triggered to activate right Mm -hmm. sometimes it's then like the aspect of like okay i'm like man if i have a session that i know for a company that i can't do i can't handle Mm -hmm. who can i recommend yeah now if the algorithm in certain aspects or if the people that are interacting the most are new photographers Mm -hmm. that i'm like damn i can't even Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I can't send them the assignment because they're still trying to, they got some stuff they got, they still got to learn. Then it's like looking at, figuring out maybe it's a categorizing. Okay, here are the pro, some of the pro people. Uh-huh. Here are the novice people. Here are the people that still kind of, they, they figuring it out a little yeah. bit. Here's some aspects of some, here's a lesson of the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it could, that might be a solution to 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 better off the to better off the group or some people just don't do well with the health aspects of like facebook groups absolutely you know what i'm saying and 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 i think that because a lot of a lot of a lot of photographers you know they be internalizing stuff man yeah and they don't really get to express it so they don't never really get to use their voice so for you to take the to to take the leap 
to activate your voice yeah. outside of pixels, yeah, it says a lot. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause a yeah. lot of us have thought about it. Like, shoot, me and my homeboy Dana, we tried to start a podcast, and yeah. it was like we did like two episodes, and it was just <laughs> like, uh, we can't even keep keep this up. Or you know what I'm saying? Or I'm like, man, I'm, I'm gonna start one up, and you know, cause my thing why I never really started one was cause I ain't never want to come off like I knew everything. Yeah, absolutely. And that 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 was a internal thing that was something that i needed to deal with yeah you know but i was projecting it on the world like yeah oh well let me not do this because they're gonna think or i'm like wait i ain't the most technical photographer and niggas gonna get in here talking about lights like f-stops and yeah. all this uh technical stuff and i'm be like well i mean i can tell you what my settings was but you wasn't in the moment you'll never shoot from that angle so it don't really matter why yeah. i should even give you them settings well you know what it is is um when i got started i, I wrote down i was like all right i know all the photographers I need, or mm-hmm. thought I needed, and I wanted, and so I started doing stuff. And then there's gaps, mm-hmm. right? And so then, um, my wife kept asking me. She was like, "Yo, when the next pod?" I'm like, I don't know, because I gotta bring some. Cause certain, like we was talking about off air, I had a makeup artist last time, mm-hmm. and because we was talking about, um, it's funny, and everybody go check out that episode because mm-hmm. in there we're talking about like how photographers can ruin relationship with makeup artists, mm-hmm. and she was saying some things that. I personally knew, but I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. And um, one of her biggest things, and me and you both know mm-hmm. this, is like, she was like, some people there airbrushed the, the hell out of a model's face. And I'm like, that ain't even how that makeup looks now. Ooh. Like, there's no pores. There's wow. no. Yep. Um, she was explaining certain things, and she was just like, it's certain things that photographers don't know. But then she also gave um, aspects to models. Mm-hmm. She was like, look here, don't book me 45 minutes before you shoot. Because she was like, sometimes models don't tell her what time they shoot is. They just say, wow. hey, I want to. You got a time slot for this. And she was like, your makeup artist shouldn't take no longer than this. Mm. If so, they might just be new or they, you know, they don't really understand yeah. what you're shooting. You, yep. know what I'm saying? you know, so we had those conversations. So it's definitely interesting there. Um, what's your dream gig or job? Man. Um, it's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say if I had the opportunity to shoot for, I can, okay, the, say a category and I'll tell you, like, all right, if I had to say retail store, Target. Uh, okay. Car brand, if I could shoot for Tesla. Mm. Um, Hotel, the line hotel. Okay. Um, If I had to shoot for an airline, like. Virgin Airlines mm-hmm. uh, by Richard Branson. Um, uh, if I could do some work with Apple, of course. Uh-huh. I was super close. It's crazy. Real quick story, man. <laughs> well, last year, um, they were doing Behind the Mac as a campaign. That was the campaign mm. Behind the Mac. And the uh, lead agency uh, that was over the project, uh, they reached out to me. They really? saw a picture of me while I shot in Charleston, um, it's crazy. It was a behind-the-scenes photo yeah. that my friend Jamie Small took of me behind my Mac. My laptop, my camera was to the right. Yeah. I was just like, you saw the apple glowing. And so she reached out. She was like, hey, I saw this picture on your Instagram. It was like 2014, bro. Yeah. And she was like, we want to talk about um, uh, buying the rights to the image so we can use it in the Behind the Mac campaign. I was just like, what? Yeah. The thing was, I couldn't find the high res version of the photo, Damn. and I kept communicating. But she, after a while, she was just like, uh, "We started going a different direction." Yeah. But that's just. But I was this close yeah. to being in a fucking like Apple keynote, bro. Yeah. Like being on the campaign. Um. 
but yeah, shot the one of the shot on the iPhone joints, billboards. If I could shoot one of those, um, and probably if I could, you know, if I could shoot for the Patriots one day, uh huh. If I could shoot for, um, damn, NBA, of course. Um, yeah, man, I just I love I love brands like Crate and Barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, so interior design is something that I love too. I know you can kill some dope stuff with them. Yeah, man. So like that, um, shooting a campaign for like uh, Nike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, Adidas also. Adidas has yeah. been really like uh, switching it up. They've gotten a lot better than when we first started this whole thing. Yeah. Like they last couple of years with yeah. their lifestyle, just brand in general. Yeah. I just think the thing, I think the thing is, man, and it's crazy, right? So I had a meeting with the the marketing company that's over the advertising company that's over like the light rail and the buses. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, why are not enough national brands paying attention to Charlotte market? Absolutely. And they're like, they don't really see the value in our market here. So that's my gripe right now as a, I, I really want to, and this is like, say it on, on camera. I yeah. mean, on, on, on the, on the mic, like I love lifestyle commercial photography. Mm hmm. I love shooting for brands and showing how a product can be infused in people's lifestyle. That's what I really, truly love to do. It's not like shooting models. It's not that kind of stuff. I can do those things. Yeah. Right. But a lot of times I feel like I have to like the thing that I want to focus on. I I feel like (laughs) I have to like give it up a little bit because the Charlotte market isn't on that level. Absolutely. So that's why it's like you don't really see a lot of my work being yeah. posted because i'm like man the stuff that i'm trying to really position yeah. is that i shoot for these kind of companies and i can execute on this level Absolutely. without being in new york because i think geography of opportunity is a true thing people don't yeah. talk about it They're like oh well you don't have to be in new york uh you'd be surprised i'm like if you can you telling me that you got cat 17 years old Absolutely. shooting for a year and they work is blown up in Foot Locker on times square it don't make sense like I had a um I was in New York for Photo Plus mm-hmm. last week two weekends ago mm-hmm. and one of the girls um I shot mm-hmm. and I was talking to her and I'm like, Oh, how you like New York or whatever? She was like, Oh, I'm from Atlanta and she was like, I just got up here like a month ago and I was like, What you mean? She was like, Honestly, man, you gotta get up here. Like she was like, Being up here, opportunities blew up. And I asked her what happened and she said, Man, I was in Atlanta. Um, she has freckles all mm-hmm. across her face. Mm-hmm. Um, real beautiful girl, mm-hmm. real cool spirit, mm-hmm. and shout out to Sade, man. Um, and what was dope about her? She said she missed the opportunity for Neutrogena mm-hmm. to be in one of their campaigns. Wow! And she said it was because I couldn't get up here the next day. I was in Atlanta, and she said after that, I said never again. Mm-hmm. She went up there, and she was like, stuff just moves so much faster up here. But it's like literally, somebody said, hey, they need somebody to shoot this. They need somebody to do this you free tomorrow she was like you got to be like yeah you're gonna get paid for it but you got to be there in person and so it's amazing mm-hmm. like hearing that i like the i like the brands you name i think if um the only one i'm gonna say because of course i would love to actually like to do a podcast for the nba like mm-hmm. a whole podcast thing and like interview folks but um i would love to shoot for h&m one day and not they like i want to be like in a desert shooting like a campaign for them. Them yeah. are like I would yeah. love to. It's just like I like they feel and um even now since Dapper Dan and got the Gucci, they trying to mm-hmm. get a little rugged. They trying mm-hmm. to get a little I hate to use the word urban, but that's what they doing. They got him there. So you are yeah. they trying to like I love those styles, man. It's um dope there. Um final thing man, mm-hmm. you know what we do on the podcast, man. Yeah. 
It's called the Page and Paid and Exposure Podcast. Yeah. And everybody, I need you to go listen. Look, look here. Follow him. His information is tagged. Make sure you go on Facebook. If you're a photographer, a videographer, or somebody that's thinking about it, you gotta at least be a photographer though. Like I'm sorry. You can't just say you're thinking about picking up a camera. Let me take that all the way back. Yeah. You gotta be a photographer. Make sure you go and join the group, man. Um and please answer the questions. I'm getting tired of y'all keep requesting getting this group and you don't answer no questions. That's why you're still sitting there. If you can't answer questions, how you think you're gonna move forward? Bruh, you gotta I gotta know something. So yeah. That make sure y'all go follow that. But every uh, episode we talk about an exposure story where somebody tried to pay you in something other than money, and they promise you exposure. Do you got a story for us, man? Because uh, <laughs> mm. photographers get that a lot. People don't understand the whole like, hey, yeah, I had a um, I had an influencer do that to me, man. Um, <laughs> they uh just kept telling me like, yo, we gotta work, we gotta work. If we work together, I promise, like, my followers and stuff, they're going to really want to know. You know what I'm saying? They want to know, they're going to want to know, like, who the photographer was. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, nah, nah. Just come on, come on, come on. So, um, we worked together and, um, the work just blew up. Yeah. Like, their, their, their page just blew up after we worked together. Yeah. And, um, they just kept, like, they, it was like, I guess they were, it was like that, that feeling of high. They yeah. were high off the attention. Yeah. So it was just like, yo, come on, let's work, let's work. And people know I work for myself, so yeah. they think that I just have all the time in the day Absolutely. that I can shoot any time. And um, I was just like, yo, this isn't working because the pay <laughs> isn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like, getting paid. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting paid and I'm not getting the follower count and everything isn't transitioning yeah. over. Uh, So, yeah, man, and it just really, like, put a kind of – a bad taste in my mouth because yeah. I've experienced working with influencers that have paid me. That, yeah, that have paid me, and then they went up on the pay because they were like, "Wait, you know, let's let's go up." Yes, yeah. you know, you deserve more. Like, what's That's your amazing. rate? Three hundred? Nah, okay, we're doing five hundred. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you experiencing that, you're like, "Oh shoot!" That's when you it's let amazing. people know. So real quick, you know, for all these people who say that they're a brand, and everyone always tells you, you know, invest in your brand. Most of the people around Charlotte gonna tell you, you know, you gotta invest in your brand. If you're having these classes, all this stuff, I'm like, <laughs> everybody don't do that, you know? What no, I'm they saying? don't. So I'm like, it's an investment. You can't look at it as a, a cause. Like you spend money on Chick Fil A, but it's, you want to be fed, right? You want to yeah. fill your stomach up because you're hungry. Absolutely. So when you uh, photography, at the end of the day, is a luxury. You yeah. don't have to have it, yeah. but if you choose to have it, you will pay for it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So because we can't get no equipment. Off exposure. Off exposure. Bro, it's, it don't work that I way. I can't man. go to Apple and be like, yeah, so let me get that 15-inch MacBook I'm with a $1,200 exposure points. I'm going to just, I'm going to tell everybody about the laptop. Like, don't worry. Like, that's yeah. it. Like, what? Yo, man, thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate you. Man, thank you, man. This and I got to have you back neat. on. I'm with it, bro. Because we got a, we got a, a range of topics. Sooner, I got like three more episodes, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to do Star Season 2. Okay. And I'm going to need you on that, too. Drop your information for everybody to follow you one more time, bro. You can follow me on IG at the Creative Gent, T-H-E, Creative Gent, with an underscore at the end. Uh, check my website out, www.thecreativegentleman.com. Mm -hmm. uh, check me on Facebook, Joshua Galloway. Uh, Twitter is... <laughs> creative gent c-r-e the number eight t-i-v-e g-e-n-t i got man they kicked me off twitter twitter is ruthless man <laughs> they kicked me off twitter i had to count since 2009 i had to start all over 
Um, but I had to start over on Instagram three times. So golly, bro. Yeah, man. So it's all good. The yeah. wolves. The wolves. Hey. <laughs> hey, make sure y'all go follow. Make sure y'all check out his YouTube video. Um, it's coming up next. So make sure y'all check that out too. And I'm gonna holler at y'all next time.